Hey guys! Well, we are super excited to announce that we're on CastBox now. CastBox is the fastest growing, highest rated podcast app on both iOS and Android. And it does have all your favorite podcasts, okay? Okay. You can still listen to Dumb Gay Politics wherever you get your podcasts, but we just want you to try CastBox. We literally hate every single other podcast provider, as you guys know, and especially the main one, and you know which one we're talking about. And we're super excited that we're finally on CastBox because we think it's the best. So try it. Uh-huh. It's all shit. It's all just dumb gay politics. America's gotten kind of whack, but we're not going to let it go down like that because we got a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. We probably don't have all the facts, but we got opinions and we'll probably backtrack. That's why it's a dumb gay podcast a dumb gay political podcast Ooh, it's all shit it's all shit Ooh, it's all shit it's all shit i mean are we gonna die i don't know I, I, you're extreme i am extreme it's all shit uh uh this shit is bananas b a a a a a s this shit is trumpanas t r u m p a n a n a s what? I don't know. I don't even know. Hello, everybody. Hello. Welcome to Dumb Gay Politics. I'm Julie. And I'm Brandy. And this is the podcast where we talk about politics like we're talking about reality TV. And it's Gratitude Sobvember. Yes, it is. Which means all month we are practicing gratitude and we are doing it completely sober, girl. <sighs> completely sober. It's, um, I, uh... I mean, it helps being being sober and feeling the gratitude. You mean it's easier to feel gratitude while sober? Yes, because I think then you're feeling your real feelings and actually understanding what gratitude means. That's true. So that I do have to admit. There's also nothing else to do. Well, (laughs) that's true. But as I write in my gratitude journal mornings, uh, I realize that if I was hungover or if I... Oh, you would not be doing that. No, 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 I wouldn't be. But also even just the feeling of gratitude and even thinking of my own mind, what I'm grateful for, what I appreciate. I never would have been able to do that. Not sober. It's true. Being gratitude and being sober is a little indulgent. But you know what? It's self. We're going to do self-care and we're being indulgent. We want to think about the things we're happy about. We want to be indulgent instead of just filling our holes. I think that it helps lay the groundwork for not being indulgent. Is how I'm thinking about yeah. it. So that... And not overindulge. Not over... Exactly. <laughs> not overindulging, not... Um, but having like a... Like um, just a good foundation. Just a good foundation. And sometimes even in a house or in an apartment building or whatever, the foundation gets crumbly. Yeah. It gets, and they have it's to... worn away. And they have to fix the foundation. That's kind of like what we're doing, I think. Well, good. Well, just in time for fixing our foundation with gratitude. So, Bember... Our erotic third, Devin Vrana, sent us a gorgeous gratitude jar. That's right. It's a huge glass jar that says gratitude across it. And it's going to go right next to Ken Hood's glass jars, which are filled with balls. But Devin's <laughs> jar is going to be filled with gratitude notes and mementos. I know. I'm, I guess it's. we should probably start doing that. Maybe we should do it right now. It says the more grateful you are, the more present you become, the more joy you bring into your life. Begin each day with an open heart by recording all that you 
are grateful for. Well, creating a wonderful jar of memories that celebrate the joy of being alive. There's the jar. I'm going okay. to... Okay, you have a pen handy. We're, we're grateful for all the pens that Ashley Ryder sent us. And right now, there's beautiful little cards that came with the jar. And when those are done, we'll be using the Post-its that Ashley sent. That's right. I want you to know that the first thing that goes in the gratitude jar is... If it says my name, Brandy. That's right. So I'll put that in there. That's so beautiful. Um, <laughs> did you blow into the jar? I did. <laughs> I blew a kiss into the jar. So dumplings walking across the table to um, to christen the jar and to bug on um, christening the jar with his buggery. So personal shout outs to my girl, Juting. Okay, a personal friend who apparently is still listening to this shit. Hey, Juting. Hi, Juting. Yes. Um, I have like lots of friends that listen. So Stephanie, I don't need, don't be getting, Stephanie, don't be getting offended. But Juting, I didn't know Juting was still doing this. Oh. And so I'm like pretty shocked that she is. We also wanted to see, say hello to our old producer from Embassy Row, Francesca. Hi, Francesca. She claims she's still listening. So, Francesca, you're going to need to send us a message in the fucking sky <laughs> to prove you heard this. And also, we can let you know, thank you for helping us um, with our Facebook thing. When we got off Facebook. Right, she helped us with thing. that. And thank you in advance for getting us on Watch What Happens Live again in 2019, Francesca. <laughs> <laughs> As we are trying currently, and that's I'm glad that you said that because why not get those seeds yes, sown get them currently out. right now as we are dropping those seeds in that bucket. Um, hello, hello to Andrew Goddard, who is part of our fa- our Patreon family, and we ran into him downtown looking super haggard and weird because of our lesbian moms audition, which we will talk more about on our Patreon podcast. Go to patreon.com slash dumbgaypolitics <laughs> if you want to hear that story. It's not that great of a podcast, but we do tell the story of running into Andrew in our audition. I mean, that we did get a call by one. Yeah. Also, not yet, we- <laughs> not yet, not yet. We can still get the call back. We still can. Everything's possible because of gratitude. Also, um, we ran into Andrew coming from making Dumb Gay Politics t-shirts. So that's also an exciting thing to come. Three different designs which are going to be available on our website starting December 1st. That's right. I mean, it's very exciting. So shout out to Jennifer Johnson, our esteemed graphic artiste who makes all of our posters and logos and banners and every single thing. And she's just such a beautiful, generous person. Mm -hmm. She's making our website. Yep. And the shit wouldn't even exist if it wasn't for her unending patience (laughs) with us. Okay. We are so lazy and hate marketing Mm. and hate the Internet and she's really encouraged us to do this website and never stopped being supportive. Ever. She's like a mom to us, really, mm-hmm. even though she's probably younger than us. Yep. Um, and from the beginning of this podcast, literally since before this podcast past, pod past even existed, mm-hmm. she has been there. She made our logo for us. And it's like, if she wasn't there, like, yeah, I'll make that for you guys. We probably just been like, mm, fuck doing a podcast. Yeah, no, we, we can't w- do it. <laughs> no, I like, know, we can't. I we just know. can't. We, just, we tried to make it happen. We tried to do a picture. It wouldn't work. So we're not going to do the podcast. She never got, t- like, if uh, she never got irritated or when we didn't email back or didn't not, not, was it nothing personal? Just out of like, we're lazy. We're drunk. Or, we're high. Mm-hmm. We hate the internet. We don't yep. want to email. We yep. don't want to look at pictures of ourselves. Yep. Yep. All of yep. it. So we love you, Jennifer. Yep. So. We're going to have a website like real thirst buckets. Like real. <laughs> Legit thirst buckets. Hey, mom, bu- I'm a thirst bucket now. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Okay, a special shout out and a big thank you to Ariel Garcia. Okay, Ariel, you send a message in the sky too, girl, if you're still listening. He's a listener who knows us from Johnny's podcast, The Gayest of All Time. And he recommended us for a job recently. 
And we um, recently met him in person, and he's simply a delight. Besides yeah. the fact that his personality is so, so sweet, mm-hmm. there's nothing we love more in a listener than one who procures us a job. So thank you, Ariel. And last but not least, I had to take a swig of yeah, Gatorade, Gatorade for that one. Last but not least, we got this letter last week from a member of our Patreon family, Haley. Framily. 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 Excuse me. Framily. Um, Haley Hadaway. But it was it was still a little too fresh to read it. Uh, we're going to attempt to read it now without breaking down, but we are probably going to have to pause this shit and have a good cry. Just a warning, if you're driving and you have a beating heart and blood in your body and a brain in your head and eyeballs to cry, I would suggest pulling over because this is incredibly moving. So. Okay, good luck to you. I have my <laughs> tissue handy. Okay. If we have to pause it, we're pausing it. I am... Um, I'm trying to get a hold of my emotions. Like, okay. All right. So, Julian Brandy. This might be the weirdest letter you've ever received, but I just feel the strong urge to tell you my story. I started traveling with my husband a few years ago, and while he's at work all day, I listen to podcasts. Your relationship reminds me so much of my best friend and me, so now I feel like y'all are my surrogate best friends while I'm on the road. Last year, I got pregnant and always joked that my baby was going to pop out looking for you two because she heard your voices way more than she heard mine. I haven't listened to the podcast in a couple of months because when my daughter Hattie was born, she had a congenital heart defect. After several heart surgeries, she ultimately wasn't strong enough to survive. I started listening to the podcast slash Patreon again a few weeks ago, and for the first time in a while, I I found myself smiling and laughing. I know you probably feel like you're just yelling into a vacuum most of the time, but I am here to remind you that you are not. You mean so much to so many people for so many reasons. Your hilarious banter, endearing relationship, and relentless commitment to the shit show that is our political system is my so there's that moment during this hell that I'm going through. I included a picture of my sweet Hattie because she is just so damn cute and deserves to be shared with two of my favorite people. Sincerely, your 14th and 14.5 listener, Haley. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh. Shall I pause? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> uh, okay. So um, we had some like dark shit happen to us in July and without sounding too self-indulgent, um, we considered quitting the podcast and even beyond that, just quitting life felt like a viable option as well. And um, it's just interesting that Hattie was born in July, and I guess the last day in July, um, because we feel um, a cosmic connection with her, not just because of that letter, just in general. And um, not only did the letter make us glad that we never quit doing the podcast, it also just helped us to see that our problems weren't real problems and our suffering and loss could be much, much, much more profound. Yeah. And Hattie, through her mom, Haley, um, has sort of become a symbol of strength Um of the human spirit and sort of like the patron saint of the podcast right now and of our yeah. lives in general, it sounds cheesy to make her the patron saint of the podcast, but I just find myself lately, like whenever I'm going through it, I just picture this baby. We have this picture of her and I just picture this baby. I mean, her name's Hattie Hadaway, which is already like everything to me. Yeah. I mean, that's like, you know that that's my thing is yeah. when parents like do that with their kids. I right. just think it's so great. Mm-hmm. And, um, I just think like, it's like I'm almost praying to the baby. I don't know. It's just for lack of a better word. I'm just like the the it's she's just become a symbol of strength. That's all I can say. Like it's not just like what what her 
her parents have endured and and survived the loss. It's almost just like what the baby herself went through. It's not easy, I'm sure, and scary as fuck to like pass on to the other side and leave people that love you. And she did it and she did it bravely. And I'm sort of just like, if she can do that, we can do it, you know? That's right. (laughs) Yeah. If she can do it, it's everything you just said. If she can do it. It definitely made me think that I don't have any real problems. That's right. <laughs> and, and any sadness or anything that I might be going through or we're going through or whatever, for sure, this put things into major perspective. And um, is, she definitely is a source of inspiration and of strength. I just sure. love this baby so much. Um, we're going to put her picture in the middle of the bulletin board to help remind us what matters. Um, and we asked Haley's permission to post her letter and Hattie's picture on our Patreon page. So, um that's patreon.com slash dumbgaypolitics. If you're moved to do so, you can go there um, and leave Haley a message. We're not, like, asking you to do that. We're not doing anything except we we asked Haley's permission. We don't want her to feel exploited. But um, we've shared her story personally with, like, our friends and family just over text. And um, it's just something that we want to share. And the baby, um, we feel close to the baby. And um, we're dedicating this podcast to her. And um, when we were going through our feelings, and it's strange, it was – right around this time so you know Haley when you go back eventually to like listening to back episodes know that we were going through it ourselves and we just had so many mental health workers and just um supportive people who subscribe to our Patreon podcast um believe it or not and they gave so much great advice during those episodes that we were in our feelings especially Alexander and Cyborg Manifesto and I know all of these people will have profound messages for Mm -hmm. Haley and Mm -hmm. um so, you know, if you guys are moved, you should go and you should definitely go see at least see, see Hattie. Give yes. her a look, see and let her inspire you. And thank you, Haley, for um, sharing that with us and with everyone. And I think that um, that it's really brave of you to have have shared this with us. And also the way in which that you shared it was also inspiring to me that it was um you were humble in the way that you expressed yourself. You were but strong and also um, wanting to share like Hattie and yeah. have attention it was a very, for her. Very but, unselfish way. Yeah. To, yeah. Yeah. It was just the whole thing of it. Really. Sh- I hope, you know, we 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 go. Th- I would assume that this happens to people in order to teach other people or or something I mean, we, we don't know why these things happen and why these things happen blah, blah, blah. and it's like well if nothing else you're going to inspire quite a uh, a lot of people 14 people yeah, 14 people and you definitely inspired us and it's been it's going to be not just now in this moment but but something that we think about probably forever for the rest of our lives Hattie is <clears throat> part of our lives for the rest of our lives and we thank you for for sharing her with us and um I'm going to have like a real strong cry and um, and then we'll get tired of the shit storm. <laughs> take some shit, put it up on the wall, check it out for a while. You take that shit up off of the wall, put it down on the floor in a glass bowl. You take some fuck, put it up on the wall where the shit used to be. All right. Whew. Well, shake it off. Shake it off. Shake it up. Shake it out. So this week, there is so much goddamn drama in just L.A. County alone. And even politically speaking, there was a lot going on in every single state in the union. But we feel like the real significant shitstorm happened right in the White House press room. Okay, so last Wednesday during a press conference held by Donald Trump, 
a CNN White House reporter, Jim Sex Acosta, <laughs> Sexual Acosta. He asked Trump a question about the migrant caravan, and the shit went dirty south real quick. Okay. okay? So let's play the clip. In, in the midterms. That here, this, here we go. That, well, if let's you don't go, mind, Mr. Go. President, Come on. that this caravan was an invasion. As you know, well, Mr. President, I consider it to be an as invasion. As you know, Mr. President, caravan was not an invasion. It's a, it's a, a group of migrants moving up from Central America towards the border with the U.S. Thank you for telling and me that. I why, why, did you, why did you characterize it as such? Uh, because I consider it an invasion. You and I have a difference of opinion. But do you think that you demonized immigrants in not this election no, to try I to want keep... Them, I want them to come into the country, but they have to come in legally. You know, they have to come in, Jim, through a process. I want it to be a process. And I want people to come in, and we need the people. Your you know, campaign... Wait, your campaign. Wait, wait. You know why we need the people, don't you? Because we have hundreds of companies moving in. We need the people. Right. They're hundreds of miles away, though. They're hundreds and hundreds of you miles away. That, that's not an invasion. Honestly, you know what? That's not an invasion. Honestly, I think you should let me run the country. You run CNN. All right. And if you did it well, your ratings well, let me would be ask, much better. If I, if I may okay, ask one enough. other question. Mr. President, if I may. Well, that's I was enough. I ask one of the, the other folks. That's had, enough. Pardon me, ma'am. I'm, I'm, Mr. President, me. that's enough. Mr. President, I had one other Peter, question. If I may ask on the Russia investigation, are you concerned that that you may have I'm not concerned about anything with the Russian investigation because it's a hoax. Are you, That's enough. Put down the mic. Mr. President, are you worried about indictments coming down in this investigation? Mr. President. I'll tell you what, CNN should be ashamed of itself having you working for them. You are a rude, terrible person. You shouldn't <laughs> be working for CNN. Go ahead. I, I think that's unfair. You're a very rude person. The way you treat Sarah Huckabee is horrible. And the way you treat other people are horrible. You shouldn't treat people that way. Go ahead. It's the gift. It's 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 the it's, comic stylings of Trump. What I, can you do? I mean, it's incredible. It's what got the motherfucker elected. I said earlier to you, what really would have done us all a solid is if Hillary Clinton won and made him Trump her I know, press secretary. I, I've never heard anything more brilliant. Honestly, that's the the the, the hours of enter, the entertainment we'd have of him sitting. Okay, oh, thanks for letting me know. Like, appreciate oh, it. Yeah, thanks for letting me know. Okay, I mean... And he's like... Oh, that... Oh, yeah. Here we go. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. I mean, like, you are a I, horrible, horrible person. You're a terrible person. And he's like, why don't you continue running CNN? I'm like, um, the guy is the senior White House correspondent. I'm pretty quite sure he doesn't run CNN, but I mean, thanks. let me continue running the country. <laughs> okay. Okay. It's, it's incredible. Now, so... Well, the, they, they summoned... Over a beleaguered um, <laughs> intern who probably just got sexually assaulted 19 different ways oh, to Sunday. Just an hour before. Right. Like, what? Oh, my God. My underwear is still ripped. How am I supposed to do this? <laughs> what? You want me to do what? <laughs> I can't do it anymore. <laughs> Between, like, Jeff Sessions has just left, but he completely was calling He's his like, hands on me all the time. Yeah, she's like, I, I just had him. to act like John Bolton was hot. I'm so exhausted Ugh. from acting like all these Uggs are hot. They're I can't. so gross, and they have tiny hands, tiny wet hands, and they're always slipping and sliding around me. Gross. They're all like lizards. So then she sees Jim sex Acosta, and someone's and like, like oh. motioning like, you know what Hudson get the mic out of his hand you and she's like what I'm not even paid and they're like go go and she's like Ugh. Okay. and she rushes over to like grab the mic she's he like, like I haven't seen a man in so long oh, <laughs> you look like George Clooney oh. he brushes her off we watch ma'am ma'am pardon me ma'am pardon me ma'am couldn't have been more res- he was or fine. madam whatever he says he was fine miss 
We watched it live. It's nothing. It's a nothing burger, if nothing, you will. A nothing burger. It's a nothing burger. Well, then Sarah Fuckabee Sanders. Um, tweet- Jim Acosta is a rapist. <laughs> He's, he accosts women. He pushes them and beats them and he rapes them. Hey, your name is Acosta. It's on Acosta. video. Your name's Acosta. You're going to be Acosta. Uh, Harper said that it was Jim <laughs> accosted me Acosta. She said Jim hashtag accosted me too. Uh, and we believe her. We believe women. We believe women in the White House. And we saw it with our own eyes. We made this video right here. You can see it. So look at Jim Acosta. He's he's inserting himself. He's penetrating her <laughs> right in the press room. And it's disgusting. It's horrible. He needs to be fired and put in prison. Here comes the cops for him. Here they come. Right in here, officers. <laughs> so yeah. she, she tweeted, President Twump, Twump. <laughs> Spit take, Pez, President Twump. President Trump, President Trump believes in a free press. <laughs> President Trump believes in a free press. <laughs> President Trump, he believes in a free press and a, a fake fake news. He has fake news, fake free press. President Trump. So oh my God. he believes in a free press and expects and welcomes tough questions of him and his administration. We will, however, never tolerate a reporter placing his hands oh. on a young woman just trying to do her job as a White House intern. Oh, but Trump can Please. grab pussies and brag about it. It's one thing for the president to grab a pussy here and there and everywhere. <laughs> it's another thing for Jim Sexual accosted me too to go ahead and just wave away on an, 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 an unpaid intern, intern. <laughs> exactly, and te- just pull uh, the microphone back into himself. It is wrong. It is disgusting. It is against the law, and we will, we will, we will press charges. I'm sure fucking her college human resources were like, boop, boop, boop. Yeah, um, Miss Huckabee Sanders. <sighs> This is a human resources violation. <laughs> I don't have to let you know. She was Harper is not being paid. We can't have her going up, being brushed away. Hold on, that hold wasn't... on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You mean we're the ones who are in the wrong? <laughs> exactly. Wait, you mean that it's my department that is actually in the wrong? Why are you sending an intern to do a staff position job of handling a senior White House correspondent from CNN? Jeremiah, <laughs> can you fire Harper, please? Hold on one second. Uh-huh. Yeah, just fire her. Well, whatever. She Tell her not to come back. She's not getting so paid anyway. So I guess we could clear this up if you just send out a tweet saying that you don't tolerate um, press reporters putting their hands on young women. Oh, yeah, we can do that. We'll go ahead and do that and say that Jim Acosta <laughs> also needs to get fired and put in prison because he's a sexual assault or a rapist. Okay, so thank then, you. Bye. So then she said, we stand by our decision to revoke this individual's hard pass. <laughs> we will not tolerate the inappropriate behavior clearly documented in this video. So she then attaches a video... That was first shared by Paul Joseph Watson, known at, known for his conspiracy theory videos on Infowars. I wonder if that's the guy from who we saw standing in the Florida behind no Ari Melber. Infowars is trash box central, and they basically doctored this video so that it's slowed down with Jim Acosta with the mic and then sped up with the arm movement so to appear as a karate chop. Right, but it looks like it's also as if it's slowed down, and then a whole other arm is put in it, from a whole other movie. It looks like a prosthetic arm comes in. Yeah, like literally from a <laughs> literally from it's a scene from Karate Kid yeah. put in, then cut out, like and then put in. Johnny, 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 sweep the leg comes I mean. in. His leg sweeps in. Suddenly, Jim Acosta is wearing that headband with the Japanese sun on it, <laughs> and then. And and she's fucking I mean, the guy that you always say, Billy Zabka. Yeah, Billy Zabka. Harper turns into Billy Zabka, and now we're in Karate Kid, and what do we do? Kellyanne Conway fucking has to bug on. America's biggest bugger comes in, <clears throat> um, senior advisor to Trump, Kellyanne yeah. Conway, and says, 
the video wasn't doctored. It simply slowed down like they do in instant replay in football games. Right. Okay. Which is how they do. Okay. Why are we doing a football game instant replay move here? This isn't instant replay. And you know what? If it is, then we call a foul. Then how many? Yeah. Well, why aren't you replaying all the pussy grabbing that's going on yeah. in the White House? Let's do some slowdowns. Let's do all the let's we can go back and watch all this instant replays of Melania ripping her hand out of Trump's hand. Oh, and giving him a side eye. Nothing. Wishing death that, yeah. upon him. Don't touch me, Donald. <laughs> I told you I'd walk next to you, but I vote. Don't, don't touch you touching me. You, Stop it. You literally look like her now. I look like her <laughs> yeah, now? Yeah, you just, you start talking and I go, it fucking looks like Melania Trump. <laughs> Straight up. What's funny is that there's a few people like online and we know like Gina Gershon or whatever do like these Melanias and it's like if I, I want to go in, I want to go in too and see if I can fake, Go in too. You I invented that. You invented the information. Not sorry. No shade to anyone <laughs> that you did. I want to see if I, with the voice, if I could, because I know there's women who like really like are looking like Melania. Like they right. Do the, but if I did it, but with the voice, could I trick them into thinking like, does she look? Is she yes, looking? you could, because that's what happens is that people start looking mm. exactly like them. You just need someone like whoever does Anthony Atamanek for Trump. They need to do you so that they do all the like face structuring. And then right. you need to throw on the cape lit and go. And I mean, I'm serious. Like it <laughs> the is on capes, Brandy. We walk. Did you see me walking to Davis Donald? <laughs> I didn't. I was wearing gray raincoat. <laughs> Very wide, wide raincoat, very wide raincoat. It was like raincoat and uh, tarp. Okay, well, that's what you're going to (laughs) wear when you do the thing. Um, Mm. So Jim Acosta was 86, as the stupid bitch said in her tweet, and permanently banned from the White House. Um, His press credentials were revoked, and allegedly, and I haven't been able to confirm this anywhere, um, CNN and Jim Acosta are suing the White House for defamation due to the doctored video. And to get his credentials back. Oh, okay. I mean, oh, point, okay. They want to get that his. Makes cre- sense. They want to get his credentials back, and I mean, what does he want to do? Go in there and continue I fighting? I'd be like, I don't know. It's done. I'm done seeing him. I mean, done. I'm gonna go buy a Taco Bell and just yeah. ruin the earth, or just do po- like the you know from the office. Do like from you know what they you know get Randrea Mitchell presents. Yeah, inside go do the a TV studio. show, Jim, Jim. It's time for your TV show. What you need to do is sue CNN and say where the fuck's my TV show? Why does Hallie Jackson yeah, get like, a TV show? Yeah, or even Rachel Maddow. Just be like a co- it's and listen. Here's the title. The co- it's like accosted. <laughs> that's right accosted with that's, jim acosta that's right or do a podcast yeah. call it podcasted okay podcasted jim acosta because every, every, everyone one. else has one good one so then at the same press conference because trump is clearly the hinges are coming off the glue's coming on apart <laughs> and he then goes in on peter alexander who is a reporter from nbc <clears throat> it's directly after he's basically cutting off jim's sexual right. acosta yeah and going over to peter alexander like Okay, next, next, next. And then this is what we got. Mr. President, I'll tell you what, CNN should be ashamed of itself having you working for them. You are a rude, terrible person. You shouldn't be working for CNN. Go ahead. I I think that's unfair. You're a very rude person. The way you treat Sarah Huckabee is horrible. And the way you treat other people are horrible. You shouldn't treat people that way. Go ahead. In, in, go in ahead, Jim, Peter. Go in, ahead. In Jim's defense, I've traveled with him and watched him. He's a diligent reporter who busts. Well, I'm not like a big fan of, of yours either. So I understand. <laughs> so, let, so let me ask you a question, if I can. You repeatedly you said are, you are the best, Mr. President. You, you are the best. I only like the best. The okay, of- just sit down, please. <laughs> Never mind. Well, when you when you report fake news, no, when you report fake news, which CNN does a lot, 
you are the enemy of the people. Go ahead. Mr. President, over the course, over the course of the last several days of the campaign, sir, Sir, at the end of the campaign, you repeatedly said that Americans need to fear Democrats. You said it would unleash a wave of violent crime that endangers families everywhere. Why are you because pitting very Americans? Weak on crime. Why are you pitting? Why are you pitting Americans Peter. against one another, sir? Peter, are you trying to be him? No, Peter, I'm just asking the question. Let me just tell you. I mean, sounds like he Anthony. really is like hilarious. <laughs> so funny he's like the funniest stand-up comedian we've ever seen like take it on the road bitch take it out of the white house take it on the road we'll all be happy he does he's the best improv artist i've ever ever seen in my life like what are you trying to be him what do you what did you you know what it's why i don't like you either i don't like you either i mean it really is it's why we watched it it's his forte it's his genius it's where he needs to shine yeah he does need to be the he does need to be the the white house press secretary or whatever like, yeah, I don't even understand. I can't even deal. I don't like you either. I mean, <laughs> and he's like, just sit down. You know what? I don't even want your question. I mean, you're not the best. You're not I'm just the gonna, best. I'm going to start using that as a cut. Not you're even not say best. you suck and you're trash. You know what? He's just not the best. You're not the best. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm only in for the best. Yeah. It's, I, I expect the best. I want the best. I only want the best. You're not the best. So you're I mean, not the best. it's so funny that he fake news, fake news. Meanwhile, info. Alex Jones? (laughs) The like literally that's an oxymoron. Are you that's like as if a child that's a that is literal made up. That's literally made up. Yeah. I mean that's a person who's made stuff up. Yes. Literally. Yes. I I don't even And then the guy at one point on the campaign trail, for a fact, held up, held up, up in the sky in his two hands. The Inquirer. The Inquirer. Okay. I mean, it's talk like about- Tupac is alive on an island with Elvis. Right. You know what I mean? Yes. And it's like, and he's screaming about fake news. I'm like, whoa, bud. It's, and people are buying it. And then there's people in Florida holding signs being like, fake news, lock her up, lock her up. Like, lock her up. It's been two years, fuckface. Yeah, lock who up? Hillary- we don't remember now yeah, or what care. What are you talking about? Hillary Clinton has been at home. Yeah, lock your, lock your mother up. Lock your mother up. Lock your face up. Lock your <laughs> disgusting, ugly fucking face up. Like, what are you talking about? So then on the same press conference, okay, because cuckoo boo boo, okay, motherfucker is out of his mind. He goes in again. <laughs> President cuckoo boo boo. President cuckoo boo boo. I have a question. He yeah. goes in again on this black reporter from oh, CBS. No. I mean, PBS named Yamish Alcindor. Okay, so Yamish is super familiar face. At these press briefings, um, she's always on MSNBC and Meet the Press. She's like has some deal with NBC outside of PBS. Yeah, um, she's super cute. She has like this really sweet look, like almost like a toddler yeah. her vibe. Yeah. But what's great is that she's hardcore as fuck, and yeah. so she like she goes in for Trump, and you know he's not expecting it because he's so dumb, so dumb. And she does the thing that I cannot do that you can do, which is impart information or ask a question with like like no let me just ask you one more question just like a <laughs> like um where like the eyes are yeah. locked they're locked, like lasering into you locked and lasered but also like as if i'm not really worried about what your answer actually is yeah but i actually know what your answer and is. you're fucked and you're fucked <laughs> yeah she definitely yeah. does that and catches him completely off guard to which he then answers like an insane person because he is in the mood, hunty, the <laughs> mood. And she, she, yeah, she got in there and got the best of him. Hi, Mr. President. Yami Shell Center with PBS NewsHour. 
Um, on the campaign trail, you called yourself a nationalist. Some people saw that as emboldening white nationalists. Now people are also saying that the president. I don't know why you'd that say that. It's such a racist there question. There are some people that say that no. now the Republican Party is seen as supporting white nationalists oh, because of your rhetoric. That. I don't what believe What do you that. make of that? I don't believe it. I just, well, I don't know. Why do I have my highest poll numbers ever with African Americans? Why do I have among the highest poll numbers with African Americans? I mean, why do I have my highest poll numbers? That's such a racist question. Honestly? I mean, I know you have it written down and you're going to tell me. Let me tell you, that's a racist question. Let me tell you. And Mr. President, uh, I love, you know what the word is? I love our country. That's the word. I do. You, call, you have nationalists, you have globalists. Oh. I also love the world. Racist. And I don't mind helping the world, but we have to straighten out our country first. We have a lot of problems. And Excuse me. But to say that, what you said, is so insulting to me. It's a very terrible thing that you said. And Mr. Okay, President, please, Mr. President, people have, you, you, talked about, you, talked about middle, you talked about middle class tax cuts on the campaign trail. How will you get Democrats to support that policy? Or you have to ask that? them. Well, hey, what's, what's your plan don't for excuse working me. with Democrats you know how, on middle class is? tax plan? You know what my plan is? I'll ask them. And if they say yes, I'm all for it. And if they say no, there's nothing you can do because you need their votes. Go ahead. <laughs> I mean... He's shameless, so he it's as if he thinks he do, didn't get caught by looking at a black woman in the face and calling her question racist. Like, it's unbelievable. Right. So, so your move, one of your mm. classic moves is yes. you assert wholeheartedly mm. that a woman yes. cannot be sexist. Absolutely not. That is the truth. You can... I, I And I, I invite... Please, I invite anyone to come on and talk about it. So dying with that, with that theory in place. Yes. Can a white man call? A no. Black? OK. <laughs> no, absolutely not. No, no, he cannot. And he certainly cannot. Oh, unfortunately, and I'm sorry for all the white guys who are listening and that this is part of the problem is that there's white, poor men who are disenfranchised and don't have power but at the end of the day white men do have all the power and that's where you are fucked so it's important for all of us anyone who's white and then anyone who's a man mm -hmm. period and then it's like it's important for all of us to just to try and understand the the privileges that we had that we never noticed or take for granted and the people mm -hmm. who find it particularly hard to do and everyone finds it hard at first you're like privilege especially if you didn't come from any privilege right you get you're like what no i didn't but then once you're woke then you're woke but it's the people who find it particularly hard to do it white men right but and it's funny with trump who is privileged fully like with money yeah with economic background with a nazi father with going to a private school opportunities yeah. given money to do stuff he is the epitome of someone given privilege and entitlement and he's now looking at <laughs> a black woman and telling her that she's racist towards him asking a racist question when in in and even innately in the question which was about racists like, he couldn't even deal with that. You, you know? asking me if I'm racist is racist. You asking why mm. I couldn't, why did I defend racists? Is that racist? Or I said the what? word nationalist and people are thinking. White supreme nationalists, right. Just explain yourself. Nazis. Simply explain right. yourself, sir. But he can't because he is racist. that is what he meant. Exactly. And it is exactly what he meant. And it's just like, oh, the problem is ultimately, mm, I mean, we know mm. the problems, but with him personally right now after the midterms and then this press conference, which this was all clips from the same press conference, is there's a clear and distinct lack of respect in that room for him. Yeah. And normally he just trots out Sarah Fuckabee to deal with it. Right. And she 
she whenever whatever respect she was given at first she simply pissed away and that's on her yep but he can't believe that he walks out there and isn't treated like a king. He wants right. those people to be bowing. Yes, he does. Literally wants them to yeah, be bowing. He does. He wants them to. Wants them to kiss his ring, kiss his right. crown. Right. And that's what he wants. And he's and then he he did this other like something on the White House lawn, like, you know, these people are morons, they're losers. They would have oh, done right. it to Ronald Reagan. And it's right. like, I'm gonna stop you there. Yeah. Because they wouldn't have done it and didn't do it to Ronald Reagan. Jim Acosta did not do it to George Bush, and nope. I'm quite sure he was there with George Bush. Yep. He's been d- doing it since the nineties, Jim yep. Acosta. So it's like no other president was treated like this because no one no other president was a fucking twit. Yeah, no one <laughs> uh, no one soli- not even George W. Bush, who people literally thought Strategery. of Strategery. as a laughing stock. Right. They didn't he didn't solicit disrespect from people in just a human manner. While Trump does do that, he actually solicits or elicits. What's the word? When both, I, both disrespect. Yeah, because he's, he's soliciting giving it, because it. He's asking for it. Yes. and he's also just bringing it out in everyone because he's giving it. I'm not. No one's going to respect you. And this is this is like an autocrat, and this is like a king, and this is like a mafia boss. Where it's like, I will be respected. You're <laughs> going to see why you need to respect me because I'm going to punch you and kill you and <laughs> step on your feet and. <laughs> Put Don't your step fingers, on my feet. Put your fingers in the car door, and then you're gonna see why you need to respect. Like you know what? That doesn't. That actually, you're not getting respect. No. You might get fear. You're pre- yeah, and we're and pretending. You might get hate. We're pretending we respect you while you we're planning get, to kill you. You don't get respect. That's yeah. not respect. We're respect. staging a coup behind your back. That's right, George W. Bush. People liked him personally. Mm-hmm. They thought he was a cool guy. They thought he was a nice guy. They liked that he was doing coke and then whenever his wife Love smoked that. cigarettes and killed someone, everyone was like, "Hey, you know what? Cool, cool, cool." Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Strategery. Ooh, okay. Potato. Potato. <laughs> However, we're going to respect him as a person well, they, because and they, he's respecting us. And they they were in that press room giving the respect that the offices do as they had done to every president. Right. And now you can see the second we got the house. And he was already expecting it. He's like, they won the house. I'm fucked. Yeah. All these Democrats are going to. Because the house is fucking eight times the size of the Senate or right. whatever, four times the size of the Senate. So it's like now they got 400 motherfuckers going in there being like, you fuck bitch. And he's like all scared. Like, I'm not yeah. going to get any respect. And, and then, and then he basically manifest destiny. Your word is your yes, want. He right. went in there and got exactly what he expected to get, which was a bunch of people basically laughing at him and, and coming right. for him. And, and he can't, couldn't take it. And he snapped. I have to say, if you don't believe in um, your word is your wand, or if you want to see the active, um, the active, active, active act, law act, of like cause and effect. Yes, or Trump like the is, law of attraction. Yeah, then Trump is the perfect, um, uh, is the perfect thing to watch. Yeah, he's actually doing it. Like when it's a slow burn, it's not fast. That's the thing. That's yeah. what we've learned is that it is a slow burn. It's not fast. You don't just go. You don't just say something and it appears, or you don't just say something and it disappears. Right. It's a. But he lost when he lost the house. He felt man, like a loser. He walked in there feeling wow. like a loser. And every single thing they said or every question they asked, he basically all he heard was you're a loser. And then he went back and called them all losers. Mm-hmm. But that's all because he lost the house. He's bummed out that he lost the house right. and he feels like a loser. And you know what? He fucking is one. So <sighs> there's that. <laughs> Yeah, let's take a break from the White House and head over to Capitol Hill on Midterm Street. Sunny day, sweeping up clouds. 
Can you tell me how to get, how to get to Midterm Street? Excuse me, how to get to Mid, can you tell me Midterm Street? How to get, where, where, the, where the street of the Democrats are? Oh, the Winter Street. <laughs> Take a ride Woo. at Winter Circle. That's right. Can you believe that the midterm elections were only a week ago? We literally could have filled this entire podcast with high drama, breaking news, and not even mention the goddamn midterm once. I know. I honestly didn't even want to. I was like, fuck the midterms. It's already happened. It's already been Everybody's done. heard. But the Everybody's tr- heard. <laughs> but the truth is, maybe some of you are out there. And you haven't heard. You haven't heard. Maybe you just watched Housewives all week. So um, it's probably because everything unfolded as predicted as far as the House and the Senate. Um, Because Democrats took back control of the House, which is very exciting. And as predicted, Republicans retained control of the Senate and, in Mm -hmm. fact, gained a few seats thanks to Brett fucking Kavanaugh, which seriously fucking bugs. Oh, gang rape Kavanaugh. Coming to the courtroom. Gang bang rape Kavanaugh. It does bug, though. Um, it really bugs. Okay. I mean, it bugs like, you know, like when there's bed bugs mm-hmm. and they rape you. Mm-hmm. That's how much it bugs. And I'm sure Heidi Heidkamp feels that way since she lost her Senate seat because she voted against him. And that's unfortunate. But we see you, Heidi. Your time in the sun is not over, girl. No, no, no. It's not this over, is, girl. This is temporary. That's this right. This is temporary. Just, just clean your house. Yep. Do your spring cleaning. Yep. Get rid of those old clothes. Yep. Just, it's a renaissance. It's a resurgence. You'll be a phoenix. Just take your time. Phoenix. Just take your time, Heidi. You're going to burn, and then you're going <laughs> to rise from the ashes. That's right. May I suggest reading Harry Potter when, um, I'm not remembering what book it is, but the we Rise learn- of the Phoenix, Prisoner of Azkaban. Number uh, one. I can't remember which book it is. It might be Goblet of Fire. It might mm. not be. Okay. But we learn about the Phoenix, and mm. it is wonderful. A wonderful, wonderful character. As he burns, he cries, then he burns, he becomes ashes, and then is reborn. Nice. Beautiful. That's what's going to happen to Heidi. And the so, senators who lost their seats, um, and the ones who didn't, and the ones who voted to confirm Kavanaugh, you'll get yours too, honey. Oh, We're looking get, at you, Joe. Oh, you'll get We're looking yours. at you in West Virginia. <laughs> That's right, Joe Manchin. You are going to get it. So we're going to give you a rundown of everything you need to know from the midterm elections. We will start with the House wins. The new exciting ladies running the show. Why Nance Pelosi fucking rules. And exactly what we can expect from the House in terms of Trump and his shady fucking dealings. But first, for those of you who don't know yet, uh, Beto O'Rourke did not beat Ted Cruz for the Senate no, seat in Texas. No. But Colorado did get a gay governor because ooh, ooh. because Jared Polis won, and that's completely fucking genius. And we still don't know about Stacey Abrams in Georgia or Andrew Gillum in Florida because those races were too close and too fraudulent to call. <laughs> so recounts are being demanded, and apparently they are actually happening. Um, so we will update you on those next week when hopefully we will have some answers that don't make us want to kill ourselves. I know, it's so depressing. But I mean, and it's so close. It's like 0.5 or 0.3% in both Georgia and Florida and Arizona. Yeah, Arizona's Kristen Cinema And Martha McSally. Yeah, so, and, and Kristen Cinema is actually in the lead. Yes, at, now she is. Now she is. Yeah, yeah. At this point, it's all close and we don't know and... And really, they should just hold like a revote now and just see who comes out. I don't even know. I don't even understand. It's all <sighs> corrupt. Every machine is broken. It's At all this shady. point, just you know what? Andrew Gillum and Ron DeSantis have like a um, have a Jello wrestle. You That's know what I mean? Hot. Have a Jello wrestle. 
you two men get in there, do your wrestling, and then um, Rick Scott, Bill Nelson, also get in the jello and wrestle. Everyone in Florida should do it, and then Leah Black can stand over them and judge it and be like, he's the winner. <laughs> yes. That'd be amazing. So Democrats took control of the House, and um, now the good news is that there are more women in Congress than ever mm-hmm. before in history. Yes. 92 women won in the House and 10 won in the Senate, joining 10 already there, making the total, grand total, 112. Well, it's getting better. Yep. Slowly but surely. Better. For the first time in history, there are two Native American women. One of them is gay. Les, Native American. And is she the MMA fighter? Yes. So that means she will kick your mother. That's hot. Um, there's two Muslim women. Again, history being made. History, Good for you. His, Good her, for you, Muslim women. History, if you want to get dorky with it. <laughs> if you really want to get dorky with Goddess it. Goddess is shining and she's shining bright. <laughs> <laughs> um, a record number of women entered Democratic primaries and ran for state and local office and went on to outperform their ma- male colleagues in races nationwide. It's very exciting. Ayanna Presley is the first black woman ever to be elected in Congress from Boston. Which is amazing. And as we know from any of the mass holes out there, including myself, we know that Massachusetts, though progressive and liberal, is very oddly racist. Yeah, it's a hotbed for racism. Yeah. And it's anyone weird. who's a sports fan, you see it in sports. And we are super fucking excited that a black woman mm-hmm. got elected to Congress from Boston. Like, oh my that God, really, so exciting. Because we were feeling pretty like mm, grody inside about Boston. I still am, but... Um, I know, and I don't want to feel like that because that's where I'm from. But, you know, it is what it is. I mean, it's I have it's many gross. other factors contributing to that, but hopefully Ayanna Presley will be... Um, a stepping stone to me not hating Boston. Oh, okay, yeah. Hope, um, let's hope so. LGBTQ got two governors, a gay governor in Colorado <laughs> and a bisexual one in Oregon. It counts. B counts. B counts. <laughs> B, the, you know B, what? the B puts the B in LGBTQ. That, that's true. We got at least nine LGBTQ seats in Congress and possibly more if Kirsten Cinema in Arizona wins because she's bi too. All right, she's bi. <laughs> so after that, we got um, Nance Pelosi, okay, introduced. Introducing Nancy Patricia D'Alessandro De- <laughs> Pelosi as the, she's going to be the next Speaker of the House. She's currently Patricia running unopposed Manny. in her bid for Speaker. She's been the Democratic House leader for a million bajillion years. And she just wrote a letter to the all newly elected and reelected Democratic representatives mm-hmm. urging them to stick together. Quote, in the next few weeks, we need to be unified, find common ground with Republicans in our legislative engagements, but stand our ground when we must. She wrote this letter because, per usual, there's a group of fucking Democratic representative haters trying to play or hate Nance Pelosi. Why constantly? They're trying to do this with the Nance. You know the answer. Because she's old. No. Because she's... It's a one-word answer. Your favorite answer. Sexism! That's right. It could be ageism, but it's sexism because I don't see the people calling for Chuck Schumer to yeah, bug the fuck off. That's true. That and is they true. Don't, you that's know? true. That's true. They've been trying to get rid of Nance Pelosi, but here's the thing. They can suck a bag of dicks because already by June... She had raised a savage $83 million for the Democratic congressional wow. campaign wow. for 2018 wow. election cycle. So um, I think we know that Nance Pelosi is going to fucking regulate on anyone that tries to get cute. Oh, she's going to regulate. <laughs> yeah. I like that. And yeah. let her, leave her alone. Like, why hate on someone who's made their life? She's dedicated her whole life to this and obviously loves it. And she's really fucking good at it. She's in San what Francisco. What is your problem? Let's we'll see if we can get her on the live podcast. She's San oh Francisco. She ca- she's every single thing we want and need. We are supportive of Nance Pelosi. She's a woman of a certain age. Love Let her. her keep working. Let her keep influencing. She, she's filled with empathy. Please. She's 
She she's, loves women. She loves gays. She loves people. She, she loves wants immigrants. To get a fair chance. You're right. She loves immigrants. She wants everyone to get a fair shake. She's all about equality and be- fairness. And what is the pro- what more do you want? I don't want to hear from anyone else too that she's like she's old and it's the old one. No, no. Madam no. Speaker Nance Pelosi, it's on. Now, House investigations. Now that the Democrats will control the House, they have free reign to launch as many investigations into President Trump and his administration and his fucking family as they want. <laughs> so here's a quick and dirty rundown of some of the funnest shit. Oh yeah, they're going to be looking into, girl. Oh well, number one, Russia. Mm-hmm. House Intelligence Committee Chairman. I can't do a Russian accent. Adam Schiff. He's our rep. He's Hollywood. He's WeHo. Uh, he's Adam Schiff. We love him. He was he's a, Hollywood. He's WeHo. Yeah. He's Adam Schiff. Yeah. His assistant was a fan of People's Couch. Mm-hmm. And before this all happened, we might have could have got him on the podcast. I keep saying it. I'm being a totally annoying person right now. But now he's going to be real busy with all these investigations. I know. I know. Well, his predecessor, Devin Nunes, who's a Republican, that guy, and we all see him. Look him up. He's that douche lord. Oh, has been accused of trying harder to find a government conspiracy against Trump rather than wrongdoing by Russia and the Trump campaign. So that'll be fun to go into the that whole thing. Yeah, because okay. um, he's because Adam Schiff is the House Intelligence Committee chairman now. Right. So they're definitely looking into the Russian probe. OK, so hush money for tricks is Ooh. number two. The House Oversight Committee plans to investigate Trump's role in paying Stormy Daniels and Karen McDougal, who allegedly had fares with him and got paid to stay quiet before the 2016 election. That'll be fun to get into. Can't wait for that. How about Trump's taxes? Number three. Woo! Representative Richard E. Neal from Massachusetts, who will head the powerful Ways and Means Committee. And he said that if Trump does not voluntarily release his tax returns, Neal <laughs> will file a legal request with the Treasury Department that they be released to a small group in Congress... Okay, Neil said last week he expects this issue to end up in federal court. Mm. He also said that he could obtain the returns using a 1924 law that gives heads of the Congressional Tax Writing Committees the right to request any Americans tax returns. The panel could then make them public with a simple majority vote. Wow. Yeah. So a lot of people think that Maxine Waters is going to be in charge of. Uh, thanks to Billy Eichner and his misinformation. Billy, why don't you go stay on the streets <laughs> and let the leave the politics, leave the gay politics to us, leave the dumb gay politics and the misinformation and the wrong facts. Leave it to us to give everyone. Um, so because of him, people think it's Maxine Waters, but she's more um, going to be more in charge her committee of like of Russia stuff, looking at Deutsche right. Bank money laundering. Oh, the Deutsche Bank is going to be good and with her. She's yeah, already got that yeah. underway. And that's money laundering. The Ways and Means Committee is the one who is in charge of taxes. So just right. keep that in your head. Ways and Means Committee. So number four is kickbacks, okay? So also known as the Emoluments Clause. Oh, now, yes. Mm-hmm. There are already two lawsuits underway alleging Trump has violated the Emoluments Clause in the Constitution by accept- accepting payments from foreign governments via dignitaries staying at the Trump Hotel in D.C., okay? One of the lawsuits was brought by the Democratic members of Congress, and a judge in September ruled that they had the legal standing to do so. Um, but as the lawsuits make their way through the courts, the head of the House Oversight Committee has said a potential violation of the Constitution by the president for his personal financial gain is one issue he plans to have his committee investigate. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. Yep. That hotel which he bought right before he became president, yep. which is literally next door to the White House. Yep. It is so fucked up. Yeah. 
Oh, that's going to be Emoluments good. Emoluments clause. Oh, it's 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 so on. Um, number five, security clearances. Democrats want to know how certain individuals, such as Trump's son-in-law, Jared Kushner, and former staff secretary, Rob, I beat ladies Porter, were working at the highest level of the White House without, without security clearances. They will also probe Trump's decision to revoke security clearances from... John Brennan, the former Central Intelligence Agency director and other Trump critics. That's right. Hopefully they probe his ass, too. Number six, (laughs) the Nazi targeting of free press. Oh, no. Adam Schiff, um, again, he's Hollywood, he's WeHo, he's Adam Schiff. (laughs) He thinks Democrats should probe whether Trump used his office to try to punish companies associated with CNN and the Washington Post. Schiff pointed to Trump's effort to block AT&T from purchasing Time Warner, the parent company of CNN, and his desire to get the U.S. Postal Service to increase shipping costs for Amazon, whose chief executive, Jeff Bezos, owns Washington Post. I mean, just from this... I, he I fucks would, with the free press. I mean, nonstop. Oh, well, nonstop. Nonstop. Yeah, nonstop. So Adam Schiff's... Adam Schiff can't fucking stand Trump. Like, no, I don't know. No. I don't know what lady they fucked back in, like, the 80s, but Ugh. Adam you both, Schiff... You mean both of them? Yeah. Oh, I see. Like, so Adam Schiff's been hating him since the 80s, and he's like, um, I don't know what it is. If he stiffed him on some coke or what, but he's like, I'm going to come for that little piece of shit. <laughs> so the president is not only castigating the press, but might be secretly using instruments of state power to punish them, Schiff said in an interview with The Post on Sunday. And that's a great threat to the yeah. freedom of the press. Good. Oh, God. Adam Schiff. Thank you, Adam Schiff. We're grateful for Adam Schiff. We're yeah. going to put his name in the gratitude we are. jar. We love him. We've been loving him. Um, number seven, my personal fave, Brett Gang Rape Train Kavanaugh. The head of the House Judiciary Committee, Gerald Nadler, said they are not looking to impeach the gangbang enthusiasts and knew a super... <laughs> and Supreme Court Justice Brett Kavanaugh. Instead, he said he intends to use the power of his committee to investigate why the FBI did not do a more thorough job looking into the allegations of sexual misconduct made against Kavanaugh during his confirmation process. Good! Yeah. They're going to be like, where was the FBI on that one? Where were you? Where were you? Why didn't you investigate him? At all. And it's going to come out of who in the FBI, just like I'm sure it was the same branch of the FBI that framed fucking Andrew Gillum for buying the goddamn, for taking the free Hamilton tickets. There are some shady characters in the FBI. Know that. For sure. Um, Number eight, immigrant children in cages. (laughs) There remain many unanswered questions about the White House's zero tolerance policy at the border that have resulted in the separation of thousands of children from their parents. Many children remain separated and the House Oversight Panel intends to probe the lapses that have occurred, both in how it is that children are still in government custody, as well as reports that children were mistreated while in government care. And also that they don't know who belongs to who and they're pretty fucked. They that might. is fucked. Like, there's still babies who don't have, like, they don't right. know who's parents. I mean, how yeah. fucked up is that? Um, hey, number nine, Obamacare. Democrats made health care and specifically protections for people with pre-existing conditions a cornerstone of their midterm campaign platform. Now Nadler wants to launch an investigation into the Trump administration's decision not to defend the Affordable Care Act against a lawsuit that, if successful, would bring down the entire law. <laughs> They don't care. They're like, oh, whatever has passed or hasn't passed, we're going to investigate it until we get it taken down. I love they're going to investigate every single fucking thing. Yeah. Number 10, rich asshole Betsy DeVos. The Education and Workforce Committee is going to demand more answers from Education Secretary Betsy DeVos, who has largely avoided any oversight on her work at the Education Department. 
Inside Higher Education called her, quote, one of the biggest losers of the midterm elections, <laughs> explaining that Democrats will now mm. investigate two of her biggest reforms, which ironically both involve screwing students over with massive student loan debt. Mm. Why? Because she's a, say it with me, rich, rich asshole. asshole. Oh, she's, I'm going to predict something. I'm going to predict that she quits. Good. I, I agree. 100%. I'm going to predict that she quits. We're going to, we're going to. Okay. And number 11, another rich asshole, Ryan Stinky Zinky. <laughs> That's right. Ryan Pink in the Stink Zinky. The House Natural Resources Committee wants to uh, investigate the Interior Secretary, Ryan Zinke, on his personal conduct and management decisions because they suspect that he used his office for personal gain. Why? Because, you say it with me, a rich, rich asshole. asshole. As we know, he... Um, you did a Judge Julia. I him, did. Right? He is so fucking gross it's he's he's he'll the, quit too i he, think he'll quit too he should quit because he's definitely embroiled like um what's his name in um ugh, what was you know the guy who had scott i just oh, forgot scott his name pruitt? scott pruitt yeah he's, he's gonna corrupt. have to, he's gonna have to go down because he's corrupt and he gets paid off and he like is like yeah. wants to go shoot bears and caves yeah and stuff, he'll be done he'll retire he's disgusting so that's how it's going um and we're looking forward to all of it. Um, the drama is going to ratchet up and we're looking forward to a very stellar 2019 when we we're going to say goodbye, good riddance and go fuck right off to 2018 <laughs> and 2019 is going to be I expect every week on this podcast. Mm. It's going to be this person's gone. This person's fired. Oh, yeah. This person's arrested. This person's yep. in trouble until every one of the members of Trump family is all out of our face. I think for 2019 is going to be a pretty exciting year. Personally, me too. You know what I mean? Um, okay. But if that wasn't enough, now it's time for some more White House drama and another one bites the dust. Another one bites the dust. Another one bites the dust. And another one gone. And another one gone. Another one bites the dust. Hey. Hey. Gonna get to do. Another one bites the dust. All right. Now it's time for another one bites the dust. So many people quit or get fired from the Trump White House that we had to create a special segment just to accommodate them all. But I feel like of all the people who have gotten the boot over the last two years, this is the one we've all been waiting for. Gur, you're right, Gur. You really are. I mm. mean, we don't even really have time for this, but we're doing it because it's so good. So ever since Attorney General Jeff Sessions recused himself from the Russia investigation back in early 2017... We've all been waiting for Trump to fire his fucking ass. Well, the moment is finally here. The minute the midterms were over and it was confirmed that the Democrats took back control of the House of Representatives, Trump basically went off on Jim Acosta and then immediately fired his attorney general. That's right. Not even 24 hours had passed since the election and Trump had already asked Sessions to resign and made his chief of staff, Matthew Tree Trunk Rapey Whitaker, the acting attorney general until the Senate could vote on a permanent replacement. Okay, so... Apparently, Whitaker can serve for approximately six months under constitutional law before a permanent replacement needs to then be voted on by the Senate. Correct. So he can just throw anyone anyone in there. Literally, Pee Wee and Mighty anyone. Nacho Dumpling mm -hmm. could go serve it. Mm -hmm. and, and they got six months to really right. do all the damage they right. want, which includes throwing major salt in the Russia investigation, which, by the way, Matthew Whitaker is on record calling a, quote, a witch hunt. He sure is. But Whitaker better recuse himself and fast because Gerald Nadler. Gerald. <laughs> I like to say, okay. Because oh, Gerald. Gerald. Yeah, Gerald Nadler, who is the new head of the House Judiciary Committee, 
said that he plans to summon Whitaker to testify as his panel's first witness and is prepared to subpoena him if necessary. So Nadler is going to fucking subpoena the guy, which Amazing. is genius. Uh, great. And Adam Schiff, we, we, went, we talked about Nadler and Adam Schiff in the last segment. Mm-hmm. He's Hollywood. He's West Hollywood. He's Adam Schiff. Yep. Um, he's the new... He's Hollywood. He's WeHo. He's Adam Schiff. He's the new head of the House Intelligence Committee. He said that if Whitaker does not recuse himself, he will personal, personally be investigated as well. And let's be real. Whitaker cannot stand up to any kind of serious investigations, no. just like Jeff Sessions couldn't, which is why Jeff Sessions recused his fucking self. Right. And so we can definitely look forward to this asshole recusing himself, like I assume, in the next month. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. Now, um, notwithstanding his hideous temporary replacement, Jeff was a fucktard, and every single thing he did as attorney general was trash. He stopped um, oversight on police departments committing human rights violations and a million awful, awful things. He was a confirmed racist, a Trump puppet, and was definitely in bed with Russia. Good riddance, Jeff. No one wanted you in the first place. Don't let the door hit you on your racist, stupid fucking ass on the way out. Yeah, you don't got to go home, but you can't stay here, Jeff. <laughs> it's closing time, bitch. Every single every single cliche there is. I mean, uh, just go, go, go. Yeah, good night, wig. Good. <laughs> now it's time for So There's That. <laughs> So now it's time for the part of the show where I give Julie the task of finding a so there's that moment in all the shitty shitness that's going on in the world right now. She just needs to find a shiny ray of light that peeks through the shitstorm clouds and makes us smile. The midterms happen. Trump seems to have lost his damn mind and the state of California is on fucking fire. That said, what's your so there's that moment for this week, meow meow? Well, <laughs> this was hard. Uh-huh. Per usual. <laughs> per usual. so hard. That checks out. That's on brand. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. I'm trying to be on brand. Well, this week's So There's That is taking a little weird and different turn. It might be more of a judge. A th- th- there's at that. At this point, it's 50-50. It could be a these. judge. There's that. But um, I couldn't I couldn't shake hearing this and then seeing all the different reactions to this comment. And at first, I thought this is so utterly fucked up and backwards and what the hell. And then I realized, in a way, it's a good thing because it's shining the light on a point I like to make 60 million times a day. And I know everyone listening, especially Brandy, wants to shoot me in the head and jump off a garbage cliff. When will I ever stop saying this? When? Never. 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 I'll never do it. <laughs> I'm going to, I don't, who, I don't care who I lose. I'm never going to. <laughs> the other day uh, in an outdoor walkabout press junket, someone asked President Trump about Kellyanne Conway's husband and how he wrote an op-ed in the New York Times about how Trump's executive order to make Matt the walking rape tree Whitaker the temporary attorney general after Sef- Jeff Sessions got the can. Well, George Conway, Kellyanne Conway's husband, is a pretty big lawyer and wrote this op-ed in the New York Times where he laid out his opinions and his legal argument for why the appointment of Matthew Whitaker is unconstitutional. That could alone be my so there's that. that, As he's a Democratic lawyer who also, I guess, was in the Bill Clinton. He defended Bill Clinton, I think, in that thing with Ken Starr. So who you're you mean there's so there's that could just simply be that kellyanne conway's husband is a democrat yeah he and wrote an, he op-ed. wrote an op-ed going against everything that she's f- trying to spin and fight for right now i mean that alone is worth it however now the legal and political world is a titter and no one can really agree on this point that he's even making is is the appointment of matthew whitaker unconstitutional and everyone has an opinion about it it's pretty murky but from what we can tell it is constitutional it just is a shitty faggot thing to do. Yeah. So 
What isn't murky is that Kellyanne Conway is a consultant to the president, and she, at least for public purposes, doesn't agree with her own husband. And the fireworks are afoot, hunty. The biggest ass rocket was launched when in the outdoor junket, someone asked President Trump about George Conway and his opinion. And here is what Trump had to say. Shall I play the, the tape? You shall. Who? You mean, you mean, you mean Mr. Kellyanne Conway? <laughs> He's just trying to get publicity for himself. Why don't you do this? Why don't you, uh, why don't you ask Kellyanne that question, all right? All right? She might, she might know him better than me. I really don't know the guy. Mr. Kellyanne Conway. He said it loud. He said it clear. And uh, here's the thing. Trump was trying to be demeaning to George Conway. And everyone, and I mean everyone, if you Google it, if you see what people are saying about it, including Joy Behar on The View, Joy fucking Behar on The View, wanted to act like that comment was demeaning to George Conway and got into a conversation with fucking Megan McCain and all of them about it and was like, can you believe he said that and called him Miss, you know, Mr. Kellyanne Conway? And... Everyone is horrified by it, okay? And but I can tell you, we remember that I wasn't. So, well, of course, yeah. well, obviously. Now, you know what the only person besides you, whether or not she believed it, was who also wasn't horrified by it? Kellyanne Conway. Exactly. Yeah, of course. So she said, and in a very tongue-in-cheek, sort of winking, wonking kind of way, said, well, feminists should be happy right now because, you know, what she, as being called Mr. Kellyanne Conway means that she's a powerful, strong woman and doesn't need to agree with everything her husband has to say. So if you think calling a man by his wife's name is demeaning, and I'm saying this is me talking now, if you think calling a man by his wife's name is demeaning, you need to look at your own self in the mirror and figure out and f- your life and write in a journal and get your life together and regroup and change your fucking attitude. No one could take it. No one could handle how awful it was. That was so masculine, George Conway. Oh my God, Trump called him by his wife's name. How horrible that must be for men. Oh my God, to be in any capacity compared to a woman. Or seen as your wife's husband rather than you're the husband. Well, fuck you. Go fuck yourself. Fuck <laughs> off. Fuck off again. And then come back and continue to fuck off. I'm not saying there's roles men and women should play because I think that there are. And we can get into that a whole nother time. But in this case, if a woman has to take her husband's name, then he can go ahead and take her fucking name or be referred to her by her, especially when she is more famous, better looking, smarter, more interesting and the shine on your motherfucking shoes. Don't get it twisted, America. But I digress. At the end of the day, the reason I chose this is because I understand that Trump thought he was being a total sexist tea and thought he was bringing the sexist pain onto old George. But really, for those of us who actually like women and believe in actual equality, the fact that he said that, that he with a, a wink said, oh, Mr. Kellyanne Conway, knowing that Kellyanne Conway is the star and I would argue makes more money and is the shit in the toilet and is all of the things. And Trump actually does know that even though he thinks he's being demeaning, he also knows that Kellyanne Conway is the man in the relationship, so to speak. So I'm going to argue that President Donald J. Trump actually said the most feminist thing I've ever heard a president say to date. So there's that.
So that's it for this episode of Dumb Gay Politics. Thank you guys for listening. We love and appreciate all of you guys, and we want you to know that. We do this podcast every week without fail for free because we care about all 14 of you, and we don't want to lose you to funnier, less offensive, smarter (laughs) podcasts. So thank you so much for sticking with us. We really do see you. We see you. And thank you in advance for signing up for our Patreon podcast. Go to www.patreon.com slash dumbgaypolitics and sign up. For the low, low price of $1, you get an extra hour-long podcast a week. That is not about politics. And if you have any interest at all in seeing us talk shit live... We are doing a live podcast in Seattle on twelve twelve, and we are doing one in New Orleans on January 19th. So go to purplepass.com and then in the search bar, put dumb gay politics and you can see both things and see mm-hmm. ticket prices and times and all that crap. That's right. And we are also working on Austin for February 16th. So Texas people don't blow your wad on NOLA because we will be forcing you to go to the Austin show as well. Sonny Perea and Greg Garino, we're looking at you, booze. And as always, it's been real and it's been fun. But mostly it's been gay and it's been dumb. And this this one was for Hattie. How'd you do, I? See, you've met my faithful handyman. He's just a little broad dime because when you knocked, he thought you were the candy man. Don't get strung up by the way I look. Don't judge a book by its cover I'm not much of a man By the light of day But by night I'm one hell of a lover I'm just a sweet transvestite From transsexual Transylvania Let me show you a rhyme Maybe Play you a sign. You look like you're both pretty groovy. Or if you want something visual, that's not too abysmal. We could take in an old Steve Reeves movie. I'm glad we caught you at home. Could we use your phone? We're both in a bit of a hurry. Right. We'll just say where we are, then go back to the car. We don't want to be any worry. Well, you got caught with a flat world. How about that? Well, babies, don't you panic. By the light of the night, it'll all seem all right. I'll get you a satanic mechanic. I'm just a sweet transvestite. From transsexual... Transylvania. <laughs> Why don't you stay for the night? Right. Or maybe a bite. Right. I could show you my favorite obsession. I've been making a man with blonde hair and a tan. And he's good for relieving my tension. I'm just a sweet transvestite. From transsexual Transylvania <laughs> hey, hey, I'm just a sweet transvestite From transsexual Transylvania <laughs> So, come up to the lab 
and see what's on the slab. I see you shiver with anticipation. But maybe the rain is really to blame. So I'll remove the cause. <laughs> But not the symptom. 